Welcome, sports fans, to another episode of Casually Kicking It Sports, a sports podcast by fans for fans. We are a weekly podcast. Well, we try to be a weekly podcast. We'll try to keep it as up-to-date as possible. It's um, slow season right now. In the building tonight, Tom wasn't able to make it with us, but we have Tony, Sam Rills. Yes, sir. And I'm your back. Boy Ed. We're back discussing sports. Can you say you're back if you've never been here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm back because you may have heard me on the original Casually Kicking It discussing Game of Thrones, but this is more my lane, the sports lane. You were discussing Game of Thrones and how disappointing Season 8 was? No, we're, we're not diving into that. We are not diving into the Game of Closer. Thrones again. <laughs> Closer well, to the mic. One, if anybody <laughs> wants to know, uh, this is Tony. Um, and I hated season eight of Game of Thrones. It was such a letdown and ruined the entire show. Well, you and everyone else. I loved it. Yeah, but my opinion matters most to me. Well, you can't be wrong if it's your own opinion. Well, you have a couple opinions that are definitely wrong. Good thing this isn't a Game of Thrones podcast then. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so how do you guys, uh, what do you guys want to start off with? Did any of you guys watch the... Uh, Field of Dreams game held in Iowa, the Yankees and the White Sox um, in the cornfields of where the movie was filmed. Not exactly where the movie was filmed. I guess they built the stadium on yeah. uh, right next to it. And it still looks cool. Yeah. No matter what. I thought it was great. Did you get a chance to watch it, Tony? No. <laughs> <laughs> I watched some of it. Um I love I love how they ended the game with a walk off home run into the cornfield. I thought that was like movie like. Oh, it was yeah. almost like it was set up that way. It's kind of weird. Have you seen the movie? Yeah. Uh, who? Yeah. I mean, Field of Dreams. Sports Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yes. Have you ever seen it? I don't think I've ever seen the movie. You've never seen oh. Field of Dreams. I'm not a huge baseball guy. It doesn't matter though. You I were mean, a huge good. baseball guy before the steroid era. Yeah. Come on, go I'm, Cubs. I supported Sammy Sosa. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, this. I'm movie... not a huge white baseball player guy. Okay, and that's what the movie was. Got you. Well, it was good. You should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's a classic movie. It's a classic movie for sure. Um, but no, it was it was it was really cool. Like they brought back kind of the old uniforms. Yeah. Um, the intros they brought them out of the cornfield just like they did in the movie to do the starting lineups that were super cool. So can you give me for someone who hasn't seen the movie, like a 15 second synopsis of what the movie is about? The movie is basically about, um, Kevin Costner. He, (laughs) Kevin, sorry, we just had, we almost mic dropped by accident here. (laughs) Um, Kevin Costner is, he loses his dad, um, early in his life and they were like big baseball fans or whatever. Um, and he, um, he lives on his farmhouse, whatever, and he wants to build a baseball field to kind of reconnect with his younger years with all like the older baseball players and stuff like that. And he builds this baseball field because he starts hearing voices. Um, you know, when he's later on in his years, when he has a family and everything, he builds this baseball field and they say, if, if you build it, they will come. So he builds this amazing baseball field with the cornfield behind as the as the outfield, and it's right where his farmhouse is and everything like that. And all the players from that era come and they play like a baseball game with him. So the the players that are playing with them, they're like ghosts. Yeah, they're ghosts. They're all dead players from that era. Um, 
And the James whole, Earl Jones is in the movie. Yeah. He plays a pretty yeah. pivotal role. The whole movie, he's basically like on a quest to find out why he's hearing these voices and why he's being told to build this field, and he finally does it, and that's why. So, Gianni, have you ever heard voices telling you to do something? No. Ed? No, but the cool part about that movie was when he built it and everything was said and done, people actually heard about I guess, I think that's how it went. People heard about it, and yeah. then the movie pans out on the field, like, slowly, like, upwards, and then you just see, like, a line of cars just, like, down the road. So it sounds a little like Noah's Ark. <laughs> no, they uh, nah, not not really. He they don't. He has voices, and he's telling him to do something kind of crazy, but he has faith, and he builds it, and then the animals come. Doesn't he? So describe to me how that's not Noah's Ark. Doesn't he have to go out and find the animals? Yeah, I thought he went out and found the. Or animals. do they come by themselves? What animals are just going to follow some random guy shepherding them onto a boat? Uh, quite a bit of people. I mean, I haven't like gone in depth on Noah's Ark story lately, but my understanding is that like the animals show up two by two. Well, look, I'm not going to go in depth on Noah's Ark, but the game, the game, was the game the other night was based off the movie. Yeah. You had the cornfield. It was great. If you watch the movie, the cornfield played a factor because the the whenever it was that that time, the ball players came out of the cornfield yeah. to come onto the field. The, to ghosts, play. the ghosts, the ghosts, basically. Okay, so, in the movie. Oh, in so, the movie, but during the games, so, were like the bullpens behind the cornfield or no, something. The bullpens were where normal bullpens are, but um, Kevin Costner came out of the cornfield, right? Who's the star of the movie? And then the players came from behind him out of the cornfield kind of like in the movie how the players would come out of the cornfield to play the game it was really cool I mean and he, he Costner already uh, um, did some commentary as well like well, during the game I saw that in the top of the ninth I think it was John Carlo Stanton okay. the go ahead yeah I think so, two run home well, run. they yeah. were down. They the were Yankees, down. the Yankees were down, and then they, they took down. the lead. And the I think top they were down the four runs. Yeah. as a matter of fact, and they took the lead, and then you had a, a homer from Judge. Mm-hmm. You you basically in the ninth inning had a homer from the big guys that you're expecting homers from. Movie Who, Judge, Judge, and Stanton. They put the Yankees up one, going to the bottom of the ninth. And then you have the White Sox. I think how many outs were they? They have any outs? I can't remember if they had any outs in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure. But I think they had. A, did Anderson, they have a runner? Right? They had a runner on yes. base. Did they have? No, they didn't have a runner on base because he was the. Walk. Yeah. So Tim Anderson hit a walk off, um, two run home run. So they were down by one, and there was a man on base. Tim Anderson hit the, uh, the walk off. It I was mean, just movie. Like I mean that you couldn't script it any better. Yeah, Judge, Judge, and Stanton both homered in the yes. ninth yes. to so take the lead. Did they play the rest of the series at the same park, or was this just a no, one? No, just a deal? one game deal. They they've played the rest at, in Chicago. Yeah, um, they even had the next day off. Yeah, but hitting the home run into the cornfield was so cool looking. It was like and I bet you as a player. Like you hitting it, and like yo, I want to get it in the cornfield. And they also showed some of the uh, outfielders. They were p- actually picking corn off the, <laughs> off the. I forget what is the stock, I guess. Uh, and and they were and they were actually eating the husk like out there. No, that's the husk. Yeah, but you're picking it off the, uh, 
the stem, whatever yeah. it's called, the branch. I don't know what do you call it. Yeah. There goes. Do you think the players on the field have seen Field of Dreams? If you're a baseball player, I would assume. I, I think the seen uh, it. I think the American players have. Yeah, I think you're right because they interviewed one of the Latino players, and it it didn't seem like he had too much knowledge. Yeah, of those the movie. don't really resonate. Plus. The, all the players now, that movie, like, when they were born, yeah, like, that I movie mean, was already out. That movie you know was, what I mean? That movie was released in 1989. Yeah. Like, Gianni, your dad was a big baseball fan. Is yeah. that why you saw it growing up? Pretty, my dad was just a big sports fan in general, and he loved baseball, and he loved Kevin Costner as well. So he showed me that movie growing up, and I just distinctly remember watching it as a kid and, and loving it, um, and then watching it over and over again. It's a great film. The uh, the only way I saw, my dad wasn't a, a big sports fan. I mean, he watched sports here and there. Uh, the only way I or how I got introduced to Field of Dreams was it was at that time that they would do the like noon movies or whatever the movies they they put on during you know on regular cable, and it's like oh hey Field of Dreams is on, and I was like all right you know so I just started watching it and I got glued and I was I was still young I was probably maybe in middle school, you know and. Uh, yeah, but you're old as shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but at that age, to watch it on your own for no reason, like I mean, you know, so if you're the movie in was captivating school, it's like enough. 1965. Right? The, the, the movie was captivating enough for me to watch it, and I was like, "Yo, this is dope," yeah. you know. So I, I just. But watched don't, it. don't get it twisted. I'd, I'd rather watch uh, Sandlot or uh, yeah. Hard, or Hardball. Yeah. If you're or something asking like me that. if oh, a baseball right? movie, Sandlot That's, to me is yeah. Is yeah. Like, Talk to me when they're playing in that rough patch area for Sandlot with the little dog over the fence. And yeah. That's when I'll be interested in baseball again. Well, that's the funny thing is they put a poll up on um, on ESPN. Like oh, what, yeah. What, what new field would you rather them do it? And the Sandlot field was one of them. And they had all these like other famous fields from like movies and stuff like that that they'd want to do it in and Sandlot was one of them. That would be pretty cool And I think if they, they recreated that. They took a piece from, I think, you know, like this, uh, this whole like Field of Dreams thing, I think spawned from uh, hockey, NHL. You know, they've been doing the outdoor games, yeah. right? Yeah. And they do, they've done them in different things. Yeah. But I don't know if there's a specific movie for hockey because there, there was another poll that came out of where, where could you do other sports like right. NFL game? Where, where would you do an NFL game? Kind of like uh, movie wise, where would it be uh, basketball? Somebody was like, Oh, I would love to see an NBA game at Rucker Park. But if like Rucker Park is dope, and I wouldn't mind seeing an NBA game played in Rucker Park, but Rucker Park, you you really need some heavy security. It's in the it's not in the best of places, you know what I mean? Well, uh, so when it comes to movies and sports, uh, Ed, what is your like top three go to sports movies? I Sandlot definitely there. Hockey, I know it's not real, but I love the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> they are real. They created a whole franchise well, yeah, based I know, off the brand. I name. like the Mighty Ducks. Uh, well, I don't know how true to, to hockey it is because I don't play hockey. You know, I don't. Well, but Gianni is Canadian. Mm-hmm. We have a star hockey player with us. Tell us, you've seen the Mighty Duck movies. I was a star hockey player up until high school, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the Mighty Duck movies. Until I realized there were way better players than I. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Mighty Ducks are classic movies. I mean, right. for sure. It's definitely in well, my... Well, I'm, I'm not going to pick The Goon. Like, I, uh, That's a hockey movie. With Stifler? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite sports movie, which happens to be probably like a top three movie overall, is definitely Remember the Titans. 
okay. with Denzel. Okay. So that, that's it, that's my favorite sports movie period, and probably one of my favorite movies period of all time. Why do you like it so much? God, what's there not to like? Like this, Denzel Washington, my favorite actor of all time for sure. The history of it, um, just the authenticity of the '60s and the '50s and how things were back then. But how do you and know how, it's authentic if you weren't living back then? From what I've read, <laughs> and what I've learned growing up. Okay, how much have you read? <laughs> being Canadian, how much did you read about 1950s and '60s of America? So along uh, the lines of hockey, I stopped reading in high school. <laughs> so <laughs> that's as far up in my age group that I read. But but no, come on, man. Remember the Titans is. It's fire. It's a classic. You know, not a movie, but a, a TV show, uh, Friday Night Lights, for football. I've heard great things about that. I haven't seen it. You didn't like the movie? I did like the movie, but I thought the, the TV series was better. The television show is fantastic. But I, I also I've also heard. I also think that with TV shows, you have more time to story build. Of course. Where with a movie, you only have, you know, what they keep you to, to at least two hours, two hours and a half max if you're going to do a long movie nowadays. But back in the day, I think it was like an hour, hour and a half was, was the, the running time for movies. I think when that movie came out, it was, it was a while No, back. I imagine the movie's an hour and a half, two hours. But, Because I tried to show it to my wife and she definitely fell asleep during it, so. But did she, see the, short did she see the TV series? No. No. I, I think not that the she might enjoy. Fan, she though. might enjoy the TV series more. Coach Carter, Coach Carter for basketball, <laughs> for basketball. See everybody. And I'm hopeful. But see, <laughs> Rudy's a good football movie too, though. Yeah, but what that's for, an underdog for movie. basketball movies? What's the movie that every Hoosiers? Like, okay, yeah, that's like the go-to, like Space it sucks, Jam. Though, yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan. Basketball game, white men can't jump. I like one. That's a good one too. White men can't jump. But like, if you were Eddie, do- Whoopi Goldberg, would well, but well, where would you hold a football game that's movie related? Like on the little on the little Giants field. <laughs> in uh, can I admit? Where I've is never, it? I've never where, seen the where little Giants. Where is it? In te- it's in Texas somewhere. I, right, because they I put their know. name on the oh, they put the name on the water thing, O'Shea or something. <laughs> yes, yeah. the both brothers, both now. brothers now, not, not just one. Soccer movie, The Big Green for me. Oh, I like. I think Big that was green. a Disney, The Big Green. Yeah, definitely. And they had to play with like the moon poop or moon poop. Isn't it called moon pie? They had the same ginger isn't kid from Sandlot. Is it the same ginger? The he was on Sandlot. Sandlot. Yeah. yeah, he's he's in all. They the just kids. recycled him through all the kid movies. Like, <laughs> he still right. looks the same. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. That was the one where they had like the really good soccer player, and then like he couldn't play. And <laughs> but weren't they playing like on like a farm field? Yeah, and there were yeah. like animals like pooping. That, yeah, I don't know why I remember that specifically. Possibly. I'm not obsessed. with I it, can't remember the movie. Uh, that was quite a bit. I mean, there's a lot of places that, but like an NFL game, where would I hold an NFL game though, based off of well, Waterboy was shot at the Citrus Bowl. Yeah, but it's but like see, there's nothing like the Field of Dreams. The corn field is what yeah, makes the there's difference. Something, yeah, I don't I don't know if there's any real legendary fields from movies that they use. I mean, there's legendary players and coaches. Okay, so out of all the football movies. If you had the number one pick and you were starting an NFL team or you were an NFL team, who would you draft from all the football movies? Remember the Titans. No, I know, but 
a specific player. Oh, a specific out player. Out of any of the movies, a specific player. Who Ooh. would you draft? Out of every sport? No, out no, of football. No, out of, out of, out of out all of the, the football movies. Out of all the football movies. Ooh. Wow. What was uh, Willie Willie Beeman, Jamie Fox, and I was just Sunday. I was just about to I was just about to say Jamie Fox any given Sunday, but LL Shane was, Falco, LL was Keanu and Keanu and the replacements. Yeah, no, I think I would go with Beeman. And uh, who from Friday Night Lights? Isn't that Booby? Booby Miles. Booby Miles. Oh, Booby! Oh, that scene still tears me up. Yeah, when he gets hurt and then he keeps trying to come back and he's like holding his knee. Yeah. Man, I can't think of any other football movies, and everybody's probably like yelling, listening to this one. Like, dude, I can't remember this movie. Well, Michael B. Jordan's character. Vince. Yeah, in uh, Friday Night Lights, the show. Was it Vance or Vince? Vince. Vince. Think so. No, it was the coach I would call Lance. Landry was like, hey, Lance. It's Landry, sir. (laughs) Or... If you go Riggins, you could have a fullback as the number Tim one. Tim Riggins. Pick. Nah, I think I go with Smash Tim. Williams. Smash Williams, I. We're not drafting running backs high anymore. This is no. the era of analytics and no. running backs are replaceable. If I'm going to pick between him and the other, <laughs> they got a two year shelf life. <laughs> okay, so now Ed, since we talked about movies, if you were having, you know, we're upon fantasy football season, yes, and you had the number one pick. By the way, we're speaking. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot of fantasy upcoming in the upcoming weeks because we got a draft coming up on September 3rd. Our league is doing a, our draft uh, September 3rd. We're all, which is, we're all in the is same it, league. Is it still at the same time? Midnight? We're, we're drafting <laughs> at midnight? <laughs> and it's an auction draft, so it ain't going to end until like 6 in the morning. Yeah. We're drafting at 10 p.m. And we're doing that because it's Ed's son's birthday that day. So what round are you on? <laughs> it's like 1 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. Only on round 5. Look, sure. the, only the strong will survive. Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, usually, there's somebody in our league that always goes, all right, I got my main guys, like three or four main guys in the auction draft. And then he's like, all right, I'm just going to auto from here on out because yeah. it's late. Well, yeah, because they run out of money and they can only spend a dollar per pick. And I think that's the same guy who drafted all quarterbacks one season. <laughs> Oh, we won't talk about that. That wasn't me, by the way. No. That was our good friend, Dow. That wasn't me either. <laughs> that, that was a weird strategy. I don't think it paid off at all. It did not because the quarterbacks he selected were mediocre. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, if you were to select like the top six best quarterbacks, then you would have something that people wanted as yeah. trade ammunition. Yeah, but he took like Blake Bortles. And- <laughs> <laughs> Look, Blake was fire for a couple that, of seasons. That one season one where he season. had, had Allen Robinson and Allen Hurts. Exactly. Blake won me. A championship, yeah, against Ed. It, that when was, I was the man, underdog. That was the season where I had like the team. Okay, so but for I this year, who Anyways, is your number uh, one pick? Uh, well, let's go with you. You asked no, the question. No, 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 no. Okay, exactly. hold on. I got a better question. question. Like, who are you spending eighty bucks on? No, I'm not spending eighty bucks. Seventy, not seventy. Sixty. Uh, 50 tops. Okay, so you're going straight value because obviously you're not getting a running back for anything no. less than 60. You guys know that I'm not, I'm not big on running backs early and not the big names because there's always injuries every season. Yeah. Out of the first top five picks, like three of them are going to bust due to just poor play or injury. So you just have to avoid that landmine. And That's yeah, inevitable. I mean, like normally, uh, like Gianni, it's, it's panned out for you, but there's been seasons where... You've kind of had to ride that injury train for a couple weeks and, and, and you know, slip guy. And I don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah. 
If you can get me a mediocre running back that'll get me at least, you know, double digits every week, solid. And if he does outperform his stats that one week, then great. But at least just the solid double digits every week, I think I'm good because then I'll get my top points from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But I, I, at least I can say that I have something solid every week there and I don't have to worry about if this guy's going to come back in a week or if he's going to come back in two weeks. I hate that. So in our, in our, well, in most leagues, you start, you know, the quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, a tight end and a flex in our league defense and a defense kicker and kick. Some people still play with kickers. We have eliminated those guys should be assassinated. We we first got to explain how our league works too. That's pretty harsh. No kickers. What do we have? No kickers. No kickers. We have have a quarterback, one quarterback, one running back, one running back. The remainder the is rest, flex yeah. with flex. one defense. And, so, the, and the reasoning behind that is because in the NFL, there's nobody dictating how many receivers should be on the field at a given time, how many tight ends, how many running backs, right? The teams are going to select their best players that they have and put them on the field. So I feel like in our league and for your team, you should be able to do the same exact thing. If your three best players are all tight ends because some reason you love Kelsey, Waller, and Kittle, you should be able to play all three at the same time. Um, so that, But that's the thing when Ed was talking about the running backs. In our league specifically, we don't need to draft running that many running backs because we only have to play one. So we could draft one running back well, I mean, and, and, and just spend the rest on receivers and tight ends because they're less likely to get hurt. They I'm, won't put up the points that running backs do, but do you want that safety or do you want I mean, you could load points? up your team like you've done it before. You loaded up all running backs before, yeah. or almost all running yeah, backs. Yeah, I started like three or four running backs. And it, that's good. Running backs get you points. If they're on the if field. If they're the solid guy. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but guy. then why was your running back last year Rojo? Because I knew that he was always solid. No matter what, he was always going to get his double digits. Why does Bruce Arians hate Rojo? That I don't know. But <laughs> every game that I had, even if he was splitting carries with Fournette, he was still making. He was still getting me double digits. Okay, and your quarterback last year was Brady. Correct. Um, because you love the Bucks. Correct. And you traded Adam Thielen for Antonio Brown. Yes. Big facts. Big facts. I uh, did that. So. You did these things. Are you planning on going all Bucks again this year? No. The people want to know. No. Because as a Bucks fan, I would like to know if I'm ever gonna get to get a Bucks player. You had one last year, so don't don't even Yes, but you but have see, to the, overpay in our league our, for Bucks. Exactly. Players. But see the thing is is that everybody in our league knows that we're Bucks fans now. So they're gonna like throw those guys out there and have us overpay for them, anyways. So your your initial question was, who would you pick number one? We play in an auction league, so there's no snake draft. So who are you spending the most you're amount spending of money, money on? on the guy? Who are who is your target? Who if is I, your guy? It, there's no such thing as if I had the number one pick because I could have the number okay, tenth pick. Who are you matter. spending the most amount? Who is your max player? I haven't decided that yet. I'll spend max on McCaffrey. That's it. Because for me, I think McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook are in their are in their own tier. But Dalvin Cook has dealt with a lot of injuries. He's never really finished the season. And he's been productive, so I'm not going to hate on him. But I just feel like Dalvin has that injury risk more than Christian McCaffrey. I know last year McCaffrey was hurt, but it was just an ankle thing. And, and the Panthers were trash, so they didn't bring him back. It was kind of a lost season. But it was I think, terrible. Yeah, as a McCaffrey <laughs> owner, but I think I'm willing. I think I'm willing to spend up on that player like McCaffrey, 
But will you actually do it? It kind of depends on how I'm feeling at the draft. And I think if it goes to like, you know, past $60, $65, then you're like, okay, like I could kind of bow out gracefully instead of just bidding up because you're kind of handicapped by that player. Like if, if that well, you player, need him to be a stud, right? You need him to do exactly what you're you're not. And you just said in three out of the five top running backs are going to bust. Then exactly. again, you know, now a lot of teams are also using double running backs. You know, you're going to want to draft a running back if that's your route that doesn't have to worry about timeshare. Yeah. Because it sounds and, like they're doing like load management with Saquon this year. Yeah, there's only a handful See, of running backs. So he's backs. not even going to be like a workho- workhorse uh, running yeah, back. Yeah, especially, especially at the start, they're easing him in, so they're not even going to give him full workloads. That's my fear with spending that kind of money on a running back early. I know that, that if it pans out, it's going to be worth it. I mean, well worth it. But you also have... You know, the the guys who spent over 70 on Saquon last year, and right. within three weeks he was done. Yeah. McCaffrey, you spent quite a penny on him. I did not draft him. I traded well, no, you for traded him. For, well, and then he was done. You know, he was on riding the bench for a majority of the season. He was in my injured reserve spot, and he came back in like week 10. For one game. To play against the it. Chiefs, and he put up like 40 points. It was amazing. And then he got hurt again. So, so it was a very depressing season. I finished third. And McCaffrey could have taken me over the top for my fourth title. But in see, this like, league. if it pans out, but then it's like, man, I spent this kind of money, and now like this guy is just like done. And I see that more and more every year with running backs. Yeah, I mean, there was one year where like running backs were just getting hurt all left. So right. you're just going all value. I'm going with you know a more balanced. If approach. I'm going to spend seventy bucks, how about I spend it on Mahomes, three players, Mahomes. Where I know I'm going to get, you're not going to get Mahomes for anything because Joseph in our league well, will get him. I'm, I understand that, but this is just an example, <laughs> yeah. hypo- hypothetically speaking, that if I'm going to spend that kind of cash, I'm going to spend it on something that's going to be, um, what is it, solid or uh, more reliable. Like so, I know that I'm going to have Pat Mahomes for the for the most part. Yes, quarterbacks get hurt, but at least I know that I'm going to have him where with running backs, I spent 70 bucks and I'm like, man, I hope he doesn't get injured. That's always going to be on the back of mine. Yeah. Like, I hope he doesn't get injured. If you don't get the top guys. Now, well, if you move down, you know, like the, obviously the Bucks timeshare running backs, uh, Cleveland, obviously timeshare running backs. I think the bears are a timeshare running backs. Um, most teams are, no, well, most teams are definitely timeshare versus workhorse like Derrick Henry, Dalvin, uh, McCaffrey, even though probably sprinkle in some of the backup. I know it's not Mike Davis. This no, year. it's uh, um, Chuba Hubbard. They just drafted him. Chuba, Chuba or Chuba, one of them. It's quite the first name. Yeah, similar to Gianni. <laughs> and that's another thing is that, um, I've I've drafted those guys. Like I've drafted Henry high before, and he uh, like totally like bombed it for me. You know what I'm saying? Like. And then the next season is like, should I draft them again? But I don't want that to bite me in the back again, bite me in the butt. So, like, I kind of, the, the years, you know, going, I sometimes am reluctant to draft players because I've been bitten before by them not performing. And then they perform well. And I'm like, damn, you know, uh, Derrick Henry's had two good seasons. This last season, the season before is good. I drafted him a season prior to that, and it was just like, Pfft. 
So Ed, going thing into Keenan the Allen. that's how going into before. the draft. I love Keenan Allen. How many mock drafts will you do? I usually do five or six, but our our fantasy league is nothing that the mock drafts can get you ready for. Okay, so, so what are your goals when mock drafting? Like, what is what are you trying to accomplish? Um, and this is me finding out your strategies, and I know you'll give me your strategies because you want to make a good podcast. <laughs> um, no, it's just uh budgeting. I, I just like to see, uh, mock draft wise, where where all the players are going, and what what is the the value every player is going. Now, does that work? It hasn't worked the entire time I've been in our league because our league does not go anywhere near what everyone does in these mock drafts. Well, the mock drafts people are just messing around. No, no, so no I, I mean I've been on in some serious mock drafts and like. I've never seen players go for eighty dollars like in our league does. Yeah. Well, I've never seen Pat Mahomes go for seventy bucks in a mock draft. Well, that's ridiculous. I mean, quarterbacks well, but, should go for like thirty dollars. Yes, but fifteen it, max. Prior, no, not Mahomes and like prior Josh Allen. to this year, quarterback. I got, I got Tom Brady last year for nine dollars. Prior to this year, quarterback touchdowns were six points. So that's important when you're listening to the conversation. That's the context is. Quarterbacks were the top scorers by far in our league in previous years. Now, our wise commissioner has changed that from six to five points for this upcoming season. So quarterbacks won't be as valuable, but they will still be more valuable than four-point touchdown leagues. Passing touchdowns. Yeah, it's a good balance. I so like more the of an em- emphasis this year on quarterbacks who can rush the ball and score rushing touchdowns. So we we talked are rushing touchdowns worth more than throwing touch passing touchdowns. Yes. They're six. They're six. So your Josh Allen's, Russ Wilson's, etc., Lamar's are going to be worth more. So you would rather have a rushing quarterback than a consistent pocket quarterback. No, I I mean if I had no, my but choice, all, but, I would love Mahomes. Yeah, but also we get um 0.25 per completion. So if you got Lamar out there throwing ducks around and you get negative and you get negatives for every incompletion, I mean, you can make it up, obviously, in the rushing yards. But that's when those quarterbacks like Brady or Stafford or like even like a Russell Wilson, who doesn't really rush as much as he used to, but it completes a lot of passes. Those guys get value as well. So it's it's pretty balanced. Plus, Lamar might get COVID like three more times before the season starts, it seems like. <laughs> um, so back to your initial question about drafting Gianni. Yes. You started off. What What is your... Who are you spending top dollar for? Like I said, I mean, I'll spend up for a guy like McCaffrey. Um, but if I don't get him, I don't know. Um... There's a lot of receivers that I really like. Um, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, um, that range, Calvin Ridley, how they're all kind of going for the same price. And I think they're about to take that next leap where they pass the Devontae Adams and the DeAndre Hopkins and those older receivers that have been so good for so long. I think that crop of receivers are ready to take that step and move into the elite of the elite. So I wouldn't mind spending up on, on guys like that, but... Hopefully this year I could, you know, find a cheap quarterback because I think that's really the key 
to winning. A lot of leagues, to, that's you, the, the key. If that you could, if key. you could find a cheap quarterback and have him perform like a Mahomes or a Lamar Jackson, and you save like thirty dollars that you could spend on another receiver, that makes a massive difference. For a couple things, for the listeners, when Gianni speaks, listen. In his two most important leagues last year, he won the title in one and finished in second in the other. So he knows what he's talking about. The other thing I will say, though, in one league in which we've already drafted so far this year, his two quarterbacks are Fields and Lance. So maybe don't listen to him. <laughs> well, but he's those also two, said that he's he's tanking that. Yeah, this let's can we put that into context a little bit? Or <laughs> context doesn't matter. <laughs> Listen, we're, he we're, was doing that on purpose because he's already look. He he's not expecting to win this season. Yeah, he's already putting an L in in my league back in Canada. We have a four year keeper league where you keep four players to the next year, right? And you could trade draft picks and everything like that. So last year I made the finals. I went all in. I traded draft picks. Fortunately, lost in the finals. So this year I was like, okay, I'm going to rebuild all my picks back up and kind of have a, a tanking year and draft younger players with upside. And that's what I did. I went with Trey Lance and Justin Fields because I think one of those guys could break out this year and going into next year are going to have tremendous value. So I'm not really looking to win this year. I'm kind of just shooting for dart throw upside guys that could break out like a Lamar Jackson did or, or you know, like a Josh Allen did. Also, outside of those quarterbacks who are some of those upside guys, maybe not particularly that you got on your team, but that you were targeting pre-draft. Um, I like the upside of Joe Burrow for sure. Um, I know Trevor Lawrence is the flashy name because he's the biggest prospect, you know, since Andrew Luck. But I'm not really sold on him. Um, I don't like Jacksonville. I don't trust them. Um, same with Zach Wilson on the Jets. I don't trust those organizations, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'd, I'd rather take a guy on an organization like the 49ers who are proven. They know how to win. They have the coach. And because a lot of uh, your success as a young quarterback matters on where you're drafted. Like, you think if Lamar Jackson went to the Jets instead of the Ravens, he'd be Lamar Jackson MVP? No, no chance. he'd be a backup right now. No chance. Uh, but real quick, tangent, uh, you saying organization the right. first slip of the Canadian accent coming out. What what did I say? Organization. What is it? Organization. organization. Oh, organization. Yeah. Organization. Organization. Yeah. By the way, Phil, I don't know if that's Canadian and just me not knowing how to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that could be two different things. Um, Listen, um, for those listeners out there, we're not we're not professional, uh, you know, at at fantasy football, like we you know what I'm saying. We're not. We're, I'm not I, I listen, consider myself a professional. We take this very no, seriously. I know, I know we do. In my household, you know, we're not breaking down numbers like some other podcasts do with fantasy things like that. But you never know. We could we start. Do, we do. We know what we're talking about. You have how many championships, Tony, under your belt? I'm a three time champion. And Talk Gian, your shit. How many? Ch- how many champs? I am also a three time champion. I am a two-time champ in fantasy football before I joined the league with you guys. Yeah, before but, you played real competition. But my champ, no, my, no, no, no. I, I have been in, in the top a couple times. You knocked me out another year where I was going to make the third run at the championship. So in the league we're all in, we went all out this past, what? I guess it would have been two seasons ago. Got a beautiful championship belt from Trophy Smack. Wait, but do the does... Does the league know what happened to the championship belt? They're going to know now. So we spend <laughs> a day, and this is during the COVID like era, 
Gianni wins his championship. It's actually the day before the Super Bowl. He and I go out to Olive Garden, celebratory lunch where I'm going to hand over the belt to him. We pass the belt along. Gianni, you take it from here. So I get the belt. I'm taking pictures with it. I'm keeping, I, I got a new car just around that time. So I'm keeping it in the backseat of my car, like um, right above the seat, like where the, like where the rear window is. Mm-hmm. So I'm keeping it in there and I'm just kind of driving around with it because where do you really keep a belt? I mean, you could keep it in your room, but mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to ride around in style. Like I was the champion. Mm-hmm. And this is a legitimate belt. This yeah. Is this a, is no, this has weight to it. it yes. You know, you could have told me it was like, 24 karat gold i would believe you but yeah it only costs 200 dollars. but still 200 dollars in this economy a lot of money yeah. yeah this is a legit belt so i'm i go home um and i run to the house and i'm thinking i'm only going to be there for a few minutes so i leave my door unlocked i end up getting distracted taking a shower or whatever it is um i go back outside to my car an hour later and the belt is unfortunately stolen from womp, my backseat. Womp, womp. Oh my Devastation goodness. is an understatement. I couldn't really believe it. Cause, you know, I live in a pretty pretty nice area in Lake Nona, Orlando, Florida. Um, so I didn't expect any sort of theft, but I just assume it was some kids that thought it was a, a, a wrestling belt and it looks so legit like one. So they probably saw it. They opened up the car. And took it because there was no smashed windows, obviously, because you it was unlocked. You think that Central Florida is only Mickey Mouse? Listen. Boy, Mickey Mouse, the boy. The main streets of Lake Nona. And so, kids, if you took our belt, just please return it yeah. to where you found yeah. it. Like, it, we will not report you. Yeah. Just give it back, and honestly, we could share it if you want. But <laughs> I, I need at least a couple months with it, <laughs> okay? Because I'm probably going to have to give it up soon. So, and I've never really had, had the time to enjoy it. So, yeah, 8911 Silk Bay Place. You know where it is. <laughs> they uh, they you, know. Listen, you know where I live. You've been there, and you robbed me. <laughs> so, bring it back. Thank you. All right, so, Tony, draft pick, your first pick of the draft. Who are you taking? Because there's no first-round draft pick in an in auction. So Yeah, so Gianni and I were speaking about it on the way here a little bit, and I, I kind of feel comfortable going with the strategy of going, like, one star, and then searching for value everywhere else. I don't think it's realistic to win a championship going all value. I do think you need a superstar, if not more. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. So I think, you know, one guy in the $60, $70 range, and then, you know, four or five guys in the $20 to $30 range, and then you got to get lucky and not get injured. And I think that's probably my strategy for building a team this year. Yeah. Um, and for those that are wondering, well, um, our budget, because there is a budget in $200. If you don't know, yes. The we, same as what the belt cost that Gianni got stolen from him. Everyone gets $200. Oh, that what I, that's what I owe you, 200 You owe me a lot more than 200 but yes, 200 for now. Fair. So, um, well, you guys heard it here first. If anything changes, it's on It's on tape. Well, not on tape, but it's on MP3, whatever you want to call it. Um, so, yeah. Our fantasy league, you have two hundred dollar budget to spend on players, and you have to use that two hundred wisely. As you heard, Tony and Sam Real said that you know they were thinking of spending around fifty, sixty bucks on a player. So think about that. You know uh, that doesn't give you too much to really play with 
to fill out a, and you got to still fill out a roster with a bench as well, and you have to spend money on your filling your bench up. Well, as well. I mean, there are plenty of guys in our league who'd go like three players at sixty dollars, and then they're literally tapped out, and they have to sit there for the next two three hours, and they can only get dollar players. I used that strategy before, and then they're like later trying to make trades using that player to get two players when they feed initially wouldn't have spent that kind of cash on it, you would have been able to have more players and yeah. didn't have to make a trade like that. And the interesting thing, I think one of the clever things we've started doing in our league is if you don't use up the $200 on draft day, that money gets transferred to your fab for the season. Well, explain to folks with fab, because there's not a lot of leagues, not many leagues use fab. Some do. Um, that's not, that's something that you have as a commissioner. Have yeah. To instill, so, so fab essentially, instead of just going strictly waivers, um, when players go on waivers weekly, you can bid and you have a hundred dollar budget for the season and you can bid on those players accordingly as you see fit. So if a star running back gets injured week one, his backup for fab is going for, you know, 40, $50. And Eduardo made the brilliant decision. I think. Last year last or the year, year before? Did. Last year I Naheem did. Naheem Hines after yeah. after week one. How much yeah. did you spend on him? Everything. 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 <laughs> Wait, and, and the thing is, is that there was a, a year prior or so Eduardo, there was a year before. When was the last time you won the league? Uh, I can't remember. Do you think decisions like Naheem Hines, all your well, fab budget. Well, here's the thing is that Naheem Hines, there was a lot of stuff that went to that. He had into. one good game. Right. Against but then, Jacksonville. But there was a, there's Against a, Jackson. <laughs> there, there, there there were, one win last season. Jacksonville was one and oh <laughs> and lost every game after that. And Eduardo watched that game. Yeah. There were because a lot of, they were probably on CBS here locally. There were and a lot he of, said, You know what I want to do? Blow it all. Risk it all. But let's, well, let's be fair. We're not mad at the pickup. We're mad at the amount of money. Of course, spent. everybody yeah. was trying to pick up. Hines. Of course, yeah. And the beauty of Yahoo's interface is you can see how much each person bid afterwards. for somebody afterwards. Of course, it's a silent auction before. Yeah. Now, what I love in our league because the chat is super active is people will say that they're bidding a certain amount for somebody, and then later after the fact, it can be revealed that they were just blowing smoke and lying well you know there were a, a i don't normally do that but there were a couple reasons why last year philip rivers was the quarterback of the indianapolis colts facts and that first game the way he was using naeem hines was very similar to the way that he played in san diego using austin eckler and danny woodhead and Danny Woodhead. Facts. So I thought that that was just going to be the same route. I didn't want to miss out on that. And then you obviously know that I, I didn't go run back, running back heavy in the draft. So I was like, if I can get a steal here. So, But what running back did you have drafted that you later traded before the first game of the season? Chubb. I got Chubb. And what did you trade for him? I traded him for Crowder. Jamison Crowder? Jamison Crowder. And not not the soup, not the clown, no, not the <laughs> chowder, not clear chowder. Yeah. Was it Robert, Crowder. Robert Woods yeah. and Robert Woods. Okay, a two for one because a bit my, of a stretch. But wait, wait, wasn't there somebody else in the deal as a throw-in? What was it? What else was it? I don't know. It was that guy that um, he's got a little bit of hot water right now over there in uh, Houston? Definitely some hot water. But we didn't know about this last Deshaun year. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. So Deshaun yeah. Watson. Yeah, I and. I, 
Nicholas Chubb for Jamison Crowder and Robert Woods. Yes, because I saw more value. And in when them. was the last time you won the league? I I I mean, did I not make a? Uh, wasn't I sitting in first place for a majority of the season? No, you made the playoffs last year. Correct? I made the playoffs, and okay. I was sitting in first place until the last week. I think Chubb got hurt as soon and as Chubb I got, got hurt him, as soon way. as I traded him. Whether or not Chubb got hurt, so it doesn't make the decision a good well, but, or a but, bad. I one. know, but that's his thing. He just thinks that running backs are going to get hurt and well, doesn't have and the then same value. My, my so, strategy, but not everybody strategy, in the league thinks that. So you did not. Our biggest concern as fellow league mates was that you didn't extract as much value as you could. My have. whole thing. You didn't last have to year, give me Watson. Is I wanted. <laughs> I didn't, like, but see, like I didn't, here, here's Deshaun Watson. I didn't want Watson either, just as a throw in. I uh, okay, I, yeah, but you know why? Because he's such a Tampa homer, and he had Tom Brady. That's why he no, didn't want Watson. And, and the thing was, is that I was going, um, my concept or my strategy last year was uh, wide receiver heavy. Okay. Like I wanted to go wide receiver heavy. You know, and and in this league, you're allowed to because it's essentially felt, an all right. flex league. So I had solid wide receivers, and adding Crowder and Robert Woods. It, uh, uh, at that point, those guys were solid double digits until Crowder got hurt. But you guys know that Crowder was having a good season. Thus, but I'm not at that arguing point, against that, Crowder's yes, value. Yes, I could have gotten more value out of Chubb. But then again, a lot of these dimwits from our league wanted to get, wanted uh, they wanted Chubb from me, but they wanted like to give me nothing for. They Chubb. wanted a Chubb from you. <laughs> they wanted the Chubb. From me. <laughs> so it, this move created. Quite the controversy in the yeah, league chat yeah. when the trade was revealed. Yeah, where do you as stand? M- as as many trades do. Yeah, like, as like, every would, trade would I, in would, our league. I mean, there's been there's been some sketchier trades than that. But do I regret making the trade? No, I don't. Still, because like I said, and you know this, and you have to say this as a fact, I was sitting in first place for majority of the season in you our were? in our in our division. And who finished in first place in the division? You did. Oh, that's what but I that was that was the and last. Who finished week. in first place in the league? The Chubb owner. The Chubb owner. The, the guy who ended up getting Chubb. Yeah, but and Deshaun were, they, Watson but won the championship. There were there were a lot more moves done. I also picked. I also picked up Will Fuller for Julio Jones. Which he was traded a, Julio. Jones I traded for Julio away for Will Fuller, and with when I had Watson, that was a huge combo for me. And when, they when carried Fuller, me a lot of weeks. Yes, no, Fuller was cheating. Yes, exactly. Was, okay, he was cheating, but remember... He was cheating, so you had a cheater and a sexual harasser on your team leading you to that championship. Can you say asterisk? Quite the combo. Deshaun Watson wasn't even playing We didn't know... what He wasn't playing. He led him to a championship. He, 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 was, he, was, he was a top three quarterback. Easy. Yeah. No, no, he, he no, was great. He was, he was great. Um, Deshaun Watson was incredible last year, mm. better than Brady. Arguable. I was gonna, I was gonna trade Argu- him. stats. I was lie. gonna trade Watson and someone for uh, injured McCaffrey at the time because Tony lost Dak. Remember who yeah. was the number one quarterback? And I was it offering was him Brady day. at that time too. Yeah, yeah, but you were offering Brady for straight up for McCaffrey. Okay, yeah. so what was I mean? No, I was offering Watson and, and a player for sure. Watson and Fuller. I think I was. I think I was even offering more than that. I think I was offering. I think like it was three guys. maybe Watson, Fuller, and Ridley. Yeah, for McCaffrey. But this is when McCaffrey was gonna be back, like in like two weeks. Yeah, but bro, I mean, but like I said, like he's taking. In hindsight, now obviously it didn't work out, but he's taking the gamble with. He feels like do not Crowder argue. and Robert Woods. Do not argue on behalf of Crowder. No, I'm, I'm not Watson. arguing on the back, but like 
that those are the type of deals you got to make that you got to hit. Like I traded Julio Jones for Will Fuller, bro. Like that would be I don't the think stupidest many people would trade, trade that. Wasn't Julio hurt at the time? No, he wasn't hurt, bro. He wasn't I, hurt. I don't at think that many time. people would have made a trade. He like missed that. a game and came back, and that's when we made the trade. He yeah, was, but he, in our other league, you also traded me Waller for Julio, and you threw in Montgomery, which yeah. probably cost you the championship in our other league. Not it, having David Montgomery for the playoffs. It's not probably. It, it did cost me the championship. Because who were you playing instead? Uh, I couldn't. I didn't have anyone. I didn't have anyone. Julio? And I didn't even want Montgomery. Yeah, I was hate a, Monty. Yeah, I think he's he's probably slower than me, and I'm a big Here's boy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. But I got Monty in the. It was so weird. Here's it was the like thing. A different <laughs> Listen, world. Both leagues. Hold on. The thing is, is that everyone has their own draft strategy. Everyone values players differently. Right. I I don't like to value players on what they did the year before. I always like to because do a who clean would want to do that? I like to do a clean slate. I like to make trades before the season starts as well because people, I don't know why people want to make trades afterwards. Like, I mean, I can understand if you got injuries, but like, you know, if you have a player, he's doing super well, then it's like, oh, hey, yeah, now I want to make a trade for that guy. Well, dude, I offered him to you before the season started. Now that he's doing well, what makes you think I want to trade him to you? No, his value, the price of the brick has gone up for all my wire fans. So, you know. It's like I like to make the trades before because then you you have no idea. Of course, Everyone's you're trying. Slate. Look, if we could predict what was going to happen, we wouldn't be sitting in a room in your house. We'd be sitting on an ESPN set. That's true. Okay. Well, I don't know if I would do ESPN so. But the best would. predictor of future success is past success. So not looking at previous seasons is kind of foolish. When was the last time you won the league? I can't remember. But then again, I've also stepped away from the league quite a few times. <laughs> And for, cha- for some and, for certain reasons, we and, missed and, you and challenge people to meet you because you're from Pine Hills. Yes, <laughs> the league has gotten intense. Now, yes. for those of you that don't in, in, the, in live in Florida, Orlando, in Central Florida, where where he where where everyone thinks it's Mickey Mouse and sunshine, and you know you had the championship belt just taken from your car. Come to the hills. Uh, okay, look, but he left the car unlocked. It doesn't matter. No, it's my fault. I, I understand that, but. That's why he's paying. There's people paying for the belts again. You, you know that I should have smashed my own window and made you pay for it. <laughs> you know, but wait, no, I, then I'd have to fix my window. <laughs> well, you could have gotten insurance involved and maybe gotten like a payout for the belt lost item. Oh um, man. So yeah, uh, as of my, uh, insurance fraud for a fantasy championship belt. To answer your question, what's That's my strategy this year to draft? My strategy this year to draft. I don't know yet. I haven't decided yet. I haven't decided yet. I don't know. There's Will been, you tell us on the podcast? Um, probably not. I mean, you know what? Uh, to, truthfully, you know that I'm a guy that likes to look for gems. Okay. Um. Well, who doesn't? I I am eyeballing the quarterbacks from Chicago and San Francisco. Okay. So yes, right up I, my alley. I am on. But are geez. they going to be your starters to start the season? Because I don't even think they are starting to start the season. That's why you have to watch the preseason games to see who does eventually start. Well, Fields balled out yesterday. I think that the Chicago quarterback is going to start. What was the shout-out from King James? Don't know. Um, uh, Justin Fields is special. Keep going, King. Keep going, Young King. Right? Young King. Young King. I do and like... When you get the LeBron stamp Was it the approval. emoji or the king written out? Uh, no, he wrote out king. Oh. Yeah. 
Now, only the emojis for himself. Well, San LeBron's Fran- phone autocorrects everything to King anyway. So <laughs> San Francisco, Trey Lance. Ring to King. Just, uh, uh, Trey to me, area. <laughs> to me, Trey Lance looks better than Jimmy G. I'm sorry. That's um, not easy. I mean, I mean, that's not very hard to do. No. But he is pretty raw. But, like, he's not. Yes. So Jimmy but G was is, in the Super Bowl two, <laughs> two seasons, seasons ago. ago. But remember, and is one overthrow of Emmanuel Sanders away from having a Super Bowl? Ring. Hold on a second. But who's his coach? Uh, Shanahan. Right. And who was I he? I felt like that was like a quiz who's really he, quick. I who was is like, he, oh, well done. Well who, done. Is he, who was he coaching before then? Matt Shanahan? Ryan. Matt Ryan. And ah, uh, yes. Then again, Twenty-eight to three. Then again, love it. One of the best. Then again, day they, in Bucks they got fans to the life. Super Bowl under Shanahan. They got to the Super Bowl. So, I, is it the quarterback or is it the coach? No, Shanahan's clearly talented. Right. So, but Jimmy G was valuable I enough mean, that yeah, Bill Belichick. I think it was more the, it was that defense is what was that stacked. that defense and their offensive scheme. The, the running the there. running game is what got them there. Look, you're not going to have a brilliant offense and defense unless your name is the 2020 Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You ask me a question, I'm answering it. Go ahead. The two quarterbacks I have an eye on, most likely Chicago. Okay, and this is this is just. Of course, I'm going to target quarterbacks, but if it comes down to the point where you're like, "All right, you know what? I changed my strategy during the draft. All the other quarterbacks, maybe I'll take a flyer on this rookie to start him. I will. I will take a flyer on the rookie to start. And and who is that? For my season. I'll go with Justin Fields. Okay. Now. Are you going to select Dalton as a handcuff? The season that that the the season. Um, Mahomes' first season, I, had I was him. gonna, I was gonna draft him, or not his first season. His first season as a starter, or his first, first season, season as the, the starter. Okay, I was gonna draft him. You drafted him that season. You won the championship. I, I went was fourteen and him. one that season with Patrick Mahomes. Fourteen and one. What and was your only loss, Tony, in the regular season to Gianni? But I came back and beat him in the championship. So all was right. In so the world. I was gonna draft Mahomes, but what happened was, day of, I changed my strategy the day of the draft which I shouldn't have done and that's one thing I suggest is like if you if you go in with a plan stay with your plan so don't adjust depends but I went with if you um, got a guy that you like yes go get him yeah I Mahomes I, was a risky pick no well Mahomes wasn't even going on the I top got him for, got a for a dollar. dollar no okay sorry not in At, an that auction year, but like him as a prospect, like going into that year, nobody really knew if he was going to well, be... Well, they knew he was good enough that the Chiefs no longer wanted Alex Smith. Right. So and Alex Smith is... That year, I drafted... A fine quarterback. Yeah. I drafted Aaron Rodgers for 35. <laughs> okay. Yes. I Bombs remember. And that was the one season with the clavicle injury. Okay. Because Didn't I, he get I hurt in the first week first of the week, season against the, the Bears? Week. Didn't yes. you also draft Devontae Adams? I drafted Devontae Adams as well. That's what they call a double whammy. And he ended up getting injured that season as well. He might as well have been. And that's healthy. where I was matter. like, man, if I would have stuck to what I had planned, which was the of Mahomes late. So why did you change? Um, not in a player sense. Why did you change? Because why did you lack the confidence to go through with the plan that you had come up with? Because I had Rodgers the year prior. Not about the players. Why did you? Because I had Rodgers Think, prior. No, I'm saying like introspectively. Because Did you not trust yourself? Consistency is what I was looking for. I I had Rodgers the year before, and I knew that he was consistent, and he was putting up three to four touchdowns a, a game for me. 
I made it fa- fairly far with him that season. And I said, man, if I couple him with Devontae Adams, who was who was just uh, starting his his that time, he was getting the his starting ascension. position. Right. I was like, this is going to be great. And so then I second thought my my plan, and I was like, you know what? I don't know with Pat Mahomes, it, it's a flyer versus a consistency that I already had last season. Now, though, now I've talked about running backs getting injured early. You don't expect quarterbacks to get early so soon. Uh, no, early. I mean, Dak was so, the number one player in our fantasy right. league last year, and I was looking great, and then his ankle and leg were turned the wrong way. So, you know, and, and, and that stuff like that happens. We'll see what happens this year, though. Okay, so let's go back real quick. You were so confident in Rojo that you traded away Nick Chubb. Yes, because to me... Would you go back and make the same decision again? Yes. Why? I didn't like Chubb to begin with. I got him... So the Browns just re-signed him, what? What did he get, like three years, 36 mil or something like that? They believe in him. I I They believe in him, but... Eduardo Marrero does Done. not. I do not believe in Trump after Trump. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can feel. So if Nick uh, Chubb ever heard this, bulletin board material. No, I, um, you know, truthfully, I, like I told you, my draft strategy last season was wide receivers. I wanted to go but wide So receiver. then why did you end up with Chubb? Because of the fear of running backs getting did hurt. You, you drafted Chubb? I drafted he Chubb drafted because... drafted Chubb. He, okay. I, I drafted, traded him for Jamison Crowder. I drafted Chubb to trade. I drafted him because he was one of the top running backs that went for like the cheapest so price. if why not announce to the league, hey, Chubb is on the block? I did. In the chat? Yeah. Did he? I can't remember. Uh, just All like I know is else, I was at work one day. Like I and felt I got, like it was a shock, surprise, bomb, where in the middle of like a Tuesday or Wednesday, it was. I was at the work. league chat yeah. just gets doused with kerosene and is on fire. <laughs> the, isn't that like phone, every day, though? No, there are certain days where it will be like three hours of the day, nonstop. The, those days after the uh, the free agency or the, the, what are the waiver wire pickups is goes fire. Yeah. No, it's, I think from Tuesday to... Thursday is the most hype for the chat. Yes. Because everybody's, you know, football's, it doesn't really happen while the football's happening on the weekend. People are kind of like, you know, maybe talking a little bit of shit, but for the most part, it's the Tuesday, Wednesday, Late Thursday. Because everyone on Sunday's like butt cheek clinching, you know <laughs> yes, what I'm saying? No one's ready to say anything. Says. But tight butt cheeks. Once you know everything's clear by Monday, if you don't have any Monday night games and your opponent has no Monday night games, you're like, all right. Well, we've had a couple good. When the game is close on Monday night, not the actual game, but like the fantasy matchup is close on Monday night and it's involving people who are talkative in the chat. Yeah. The chat can blow up a little then. We should invite some of those from the uh, from the league onto the show to uh, discuss. And yeah, shout out to... Are uh, there any beefs? The, the Darth Vader of our league, Mike DeMonico. Oh. Well, soon, but... Yeah, I th- yeah uh, I think show me your TDs. Yeah. Football, or we should have, football name. We should have one um, manager per week come on and kind of discuss. Like, We'll pick them if they had a crazy matchup or something like that, or they made a trade during the week, so we have something to talk about with them. No, That'd be no pretty I think cool. that's great. 
I, 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 I'm I'm all for it, ladies and, and gentlemen. We've got all the listeners out listen, here. The problem is, is these two jokesters never have time. I'm. So- yeah, see? He's like, yeah, we should get everybody on here on this podcast, but I'll never show up. Life of working afternoons. Well, yeah, maybe. but aren't you changing the mornings because you want more of a social life? I'm trying to. And you know stuff happens during the week in this league, right? Yeah. So we can't just wait until like the weekend to talk. Listen, I'm trying. I'm trying. Trust me. When are we going to get morning shifts at work, Gianni? ASAP. Sam Rills. ASAP. Listen, this, See, the this, problem this with podcast my is about is, to get hot with this fantasy. Hold up. Okay, the, there's going to be some fire here. The, We're going to have some some back and forths. You know, you guys are going to be able to grill me on some trades. We're going to be able to grill each other. We can grill whoever we look, grill on the no show. just no more Chubb for Crowders. Listen, Crowder. Literally Chubb and Watson won him the championship Crowder was outscoring some people. And you had them. Did you? No, Montgomery won me the championship. Montgomery won him the championship. <laughs> and you, Shout you out like, Anthony. Pick up. <laughs> Okay. What's his team name? House LeBron. Or House LeBron. LeBron. That's his last name, right? Yes. Okay. I didn't. I, t- I didn't actually think that was real. We actually know somebody <laughs> whose last name is LeBron. Uh, the 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 great um basketball player. <laughs> no, the other LeBron, Anthony LeBron. Has he ever won anything in the league? No, but he talks a lot of shit like right. he has. I see. Like I've done more in this but league. But he's than a part he's of your done. crew. No, he's not part of my crew. I'm yeah, sorry. I'll disown you, him. Sorry, Mike sorry, and LeBron. Anthony. You're you're out of here. The sorry. three amigos. Nope, not part of the three amigos. So there are oh. even like clicks and and crews in our league. Oh as yeah, well. because there is a, a group called the what the the Stooges. The three Stooges. Okay, so we talked about one player that we do want on our team, that we're willing to spend up for. What player? In the early rounds, like a top 10 guy, will you just not be having on your team? I am. Okay, so we went through last year, and it was an incredible season for the Buccaneers. Can someone pull up what are what are the, right now, like, what is, what is going, like, what are the top 10 picks going right now? Well, so for the Buccaneers, I found myself thoroughly enjoying watching the playoff games, having no vested interest in any fantasy players. Because last year, at different points, I had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and if like Leonard Fournette or Scotty Miller scored a touchdown, I'd be excited as a Bucks fan. But I'd but also kind owner. of internally be like, damn, <laughs> they couldn't throw to Mike Evans or they couldn't throw to, you know, God's grip. So, so I've got the top ten. Sorry so to cut I'm, you off. Well, I'm actively avoiding Bucks this year. I'm not gonna have any Bucks players. I'm not gonna have Brady, Fournette, Rojo, Goblin, A B, Evans, and none of our tight ends. Because I just want to be able to watch the games in peace. Like I said before, I, you guys know. You know. You've been the league manager. I've stepped away from the league probably two or three times. A lot of the reasons were because of that. Uh, the year prior, I was able to enjoy just watching Bucks, even though we had a terrible season. I would. I was just able to focus on the Bucks, and I didn't have to worry about, you know, like, because at one point, Sundays, you're just checking your phone consistently, like, well, you were able to enjoy it until Jameis would throw an interception yes. on the first pass of the game. Correct. And this is a joke from the number one Jameis Stan in Orlando. Like, I love that guy and supported him to the end. It hurts me deeply that he's with the Saints. And I actually think if they give him a chance, he will do well now that he can see. Because he had the LASIK Because he has the LASIK. 
All right, Gianni, go ahead. What do we What do we got? Okay, so the top ten because we're already at an hour in right. the podcast, and we're gonna have that, to close that's it fine. Up. We're we're, we're it chopping up. it up. Okay, so it's we, the first time we got Sam Rills on the pod. Sam, right, he yeah. just we, got back. We he got almost it. he almost he almost got he almost got held at the border. They almost didn't let me back into the states, guys. You oh wouldn't even gosh. be hearing me right now. They didn't. I'd want be the exiled. Smoke. They didn't want the smoke. They didn't want the smoke. So we've got uh, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. Wait, in 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 this is this in the in in like. Is that number one, Christian McCaffrey, number two? Yeah, yeah. This is in order, just in the order. top ten rankings. Okay, so we're going okay. from one to ten. Yeah, McCaffrey, Dalvin yeah. Cook, Ezekiel uh, Elliott, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams. So out of those ten players, what players are you two, just not two drafting on your team? wide receivers are going in the top ten. The remaining are uh, running backs. Yeah. But you have to remember, this is a and normal. And still going high. Okay, so well, you know, I mean, even I mean, that's for probably snake draft. Yeah, an auction draft is probably going to work out the same way. Everyone yeah, yeah. always is going running backs first. Yeah, I don't understand that, but okay. I mean, so for me, the guy that I'm staying away from this year, I'm not paying that price is Alvin Kamara. Um, reason being, a lot of his success, I think, Jameis doesn't check doesn't check down. <laughs> way to spoil it, bud. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, a lot I of, watched it for five years. Yeah. I'm aware he doesn't check down. Jameis Winston does not pass to his running backs at all, and a lot of he Kamara's, can't see him. Yeah. He was blind. <laughs> a lot of Kamara's value came from Drew Brees, right? Drew Brees had a noodle arm for the last three years of his career. He was dumping it off to Kamara. Now, granted, Kamara had a lot of rushing touchdowns, and he was good in the red zone. But another problem that New Orleans has. On top of Latavius Murray being there and taking some carries, now we've got Taysom Hill potentially coming in and stealing goal line work because Sean Payton is absolutely in love with that guy and wants to keep why? him on the field no matter what. Why? Why is he in love? Yeah, why, why does... Ca- hey, what is, here, what is phone Taysom Hill? You got his Hill? phone number? Call him. No, I don't. Him. Tweet him. Hey, Sean... Sean Payton loves Taysom Hill and hates oh, Michael I, Thomas. I know. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, I mean, Well, I, I love it as a Bucks fan. Oh, yeah, right. same here. So I think, um, I think Kamara's busting this year. He's one of those players in the top five that I'm not. I'm not drafting. I mean, I'll take him on my team, but I'm not drafting what, him at that price. What dollar value would it have to be for you to take Kamara? It would have to be in like the 40s. Well, that won't happen. Exactly. What about Derrick Henry? Because I feel like King he, Henry has been doing his thing for quite a few years, and it's lots like, of carries. King lots Henry has carries. one more dominant year in him. I don't know this man. year because man, that offense. I've is been just burned so by loaded. him, dude. He's so that offense is so loaded with talent that. How? They can't because even they, stack they the box. They got bo- rid of see, AJ they got, Brown. They, they got AJ Brown and Julio, so they can't stack the oh, box against right. Henry. Who's their tight end? Um, Anthony Ferkser. No, isn't it Janu? No, Janu went to the Patriots. Patriots, that's right. So, I like Henry this year. I don't like Henry moving forward. Will you be drafting anybody from the Detroit Lions? TJ Hawkinson. Just because <laughs> no, his DeAndre target, Swift, his target share is going to be ridiculous. DeAndre Swift, second year running back. That's the reason he's why, already hurt, and that's the and reason Jamal why, Williams is listed that's as number the reason one. Why on the I made the trade for James. How hurt is DeAndre Swift? Listen, I'm staying away from any running back on the Detroit Lions until they show me that they could put together a season. Yep. Where they're relevant. Put together a game where they have a hundred yards. Yes. When was the last time there was a, a running I, back in Detroit that had a good season? Seriously, Barry Sanders. And that was what, the 90s? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, I'm not saying Swift can't do it, but until I see it, I'm out. <laughs> until I see it, he I'm just out. A, a shark tank, I'm out. 
And for that reason, I'm out. Uh, no, Shout you, out to Swift. I great, hope you do well. You know, but the, your TJ Hawkinson um, argument is the same argument I had with Jamison Crowder. He was the only guy on that team that was targeted at, when he's right. Helped, when but he I can't helped. get Chubb for yeah. Hawkinson. But you also and trade Robert it for Woods. Crowder, who was being thrown the ball from Sam Darnold at the time. But he was getting like double digit receptions and how many touchdowns? Like double t- two touchdowns a game. Why, t- what? Wait, hold on. Wait. Why are we not putting Robert Woods in this discussion? Robert, Robert Woods, Woods is better than Crowder. Like, he was why a are solid we talking about too. Crowder? It was just because shout out to Free Healthcare Santos from Canada in the league only talked about it being Crowder for Chubb. <laughs> so that's what's seared into my mind. So if we're looking at the opposite end of the trade, it was Robert Woods for Deshaun Watson. Right. That's a fair deal. Fair? Yeah. Not in a six point. For a touchdown, you guys make passes, it seem like Deshaun Watson. Deshaun I Watson think they're, wasn't they're having, drafted around the he same had position. Maybe a handful of good games last year. Yeah, incorrectly. In a six-point touchdown league, Deshaun Watson's value far outweighs Robert Woods. If you had Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers, you were which playing was, Deshaun Watson all season. You had another quarterback that you were flip flopping. Yeah, I had Matt Ryan. Right. So if you had if you had Deshaun Watson and Matt Ryan, I think. Were you would some, trade Deshaun Watson for Robert Woods because some you still have he, a good quarterback. He had Deshaun Watson on the bench and was like, yo, why'd you have him on the bench? He's like, well, the matchup didn't look well, that Well, just great because well. he didn't believe in him doesn't mean that he's less valuable there wasn't, than Robert It wasn't Woods. Deshaun Watson that won him the Bro, league. it was only that week in Cleveland Montgomery. in a monsoon. Is Tom Brady good enough to give up Deshaun Watson for Robert Woods? Yes. Huh? So was Ryan. The champ has spoken. So was Ryan Tannehill. The champ has spoken. So was Matt Stafford. Robert Woods is a baller. Yeah. He'll probably do even better now that he has an actual quarterback. That's no doubt. No doubt. Holy shit. Yeah. I think that's an offense to look out for. Who's their third wide receiver? Uh, Van Jefferson? No. Oh, okay. That's a Florida uh, Gator. No. What is it? Uh, was it Cooper Cup, right? No. No. After Woods and Cup, who's their third wide out? Don't they have someone else? Is I didn't I think, think it's Van, was I think it's one. Van I Jefferson. Pretty sure. Look it up. Jamie. Jamie. Look it up, Jamie. Um, so is that it for the episode? You guys got anything else? No, hold on, hold on. Up? What two what player are you just not drafting in the first round? I always avoid the Green Bay running backs. Okay. I feel like you can never tell when they're gonna hit or when they're not. And with Dylan being such a high investment, they're gonna eventually want to get him on the field. Even though they just gave uh Jones a the new bag. Yeah. Uh, but but when you look at the contracts, you never know what is the bag really the bag. Like I know it's a different sport, but Norland's Duell, his contract was reported to be like three years, thirty two million, and in all actuality, it's really like two for eighteen because the last year is non guaranteed and a team option and all that stuff. So they do a bunch of funny stuff. So Dylan's it. Dylan's going to be on the field. Dylan, they're going to eventually have to play him to prove, especially because they got so much heat for drafting another running back and not a receiver uh, to help out Rodgers that yeah. year, they have to eventually give Dylan a chance. Plus, with his, you know, his thighs, they're not going to want to be on the sideline. And obviously, as you guys know, I'm not targeting running backs in the first round. Uh, so Well, there's no such thing as a first round. 
and, 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 top, and so none of those so, top eight running backs that I listed, you, you're targeting. Listen, how much what, are you going to spend here, for thing. Tampa Bay's defense? The Eduardo? most, the most that I would That's spend. What I want to know. The most that I would spend on a running back is fifty bucks. Okay. Okay. So most of those guys so are always going north of that. Guy. So I, I, that's why I'm not. Whereas, I mean, I can probably grab another guy. Regardless, through the season, you're, you're okay. through the season. You're I'm always asking going for a friend. How much are you spending on Tampa Bay's defense? I'm probably not going after Tampa Bay's defense this year. Why? Because I know everyone else is going to go after Tampa Bay's defense. Will you draft Scotty Miller for a dollar? Oh man, that was see, but that was a hit, hit or miss, and I got him for a dollar. I knew that he was uh, a favorite target of Brady's, and he had spurts last year where he had some games, but you didn't know when to start him. So I like Tony, and probably going to stay away from Bucks this season, especially what I've seen through the off season where Brady hasn't targeted. Uh, he's he spread the ball. So our arch nemesis, then Mike DeMonico, show me your TDs. Mm. He will draft Bucks players just to try to torture torture me. Probably. Or he'll just draft Michael Thomas for like the fourth season and dangle him over everyone's head and hope that he comes back from injury or something. But I think he's missing half the season, right? I don't know because he got late surgery. He had yeah. surgery late. Uh, six weeks or something like that? I don't think he's missing the games against the Bucks, though. So then we'll get to see Carlton Davis shut him down again. Regardless, I slam am, boy. <laughs> uh, so what else before we close out the show? Shout out to the what's the name of our league? New World Order. There we go. New World Order. <laughs> um, what is the better New World Order faction? The OGs or Wolfpack? Bro, the OGs. Or the Latino World Order. If there were, if if it wasn't for the OGs, we wouldn't have. The Wolf Pack. Or so our two divisions in the league are known as Hall and Nash. There you go. We don't fuck with Hulk Hogan. They were yet. the originals. They're the original ones to make the move. The outsiders. So, all right. Well, guys, hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'll have some more fantasy talk, of course, later in the week. And hopefully Sam Rills changes his schedule or something because he thinks he's going to be on this podcast, but probably, I don't know. We'll see. Um, We're going to have to replace him. But yeah. I, feel, I do feel like he was We're gonna a have good to make addition. A trade. We're going to have to make a trade <laughs> yeah. for a new co-host. Just for, make sure I get the value that I'm worth. Yeah, for Jamison Crowder. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. We're trading Listen, if Crowder, Crowder wants to come here and do the pod, I'm out. Jamison, he, he can come in. <laughs> um, cool. Um, so what team it. is he on this year? Is he still on the Jets? I don't know if he's still in the league. Is he getting drafted? No. Unless it's by Ed. For a dollar. I don't know. So anyways, guys, I might might bit him up because I know you like him. Thank you guys so much for listening to uh, the sports podcast. We just started this podcast. So, um, yeah, just give us a little chance. Um, It's the little engine that could. So uh, stay tuned for some more episodes. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. And, uh, yeah, you don't have to worry about uh, when our new episodes are dropped. We're out of here from uh, me, Ed, uh, Sam Rills. Yep. Tony. What it is. Peace out. Deuces.